Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. And Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Hour number two in the locker room. Wesley Euler in for Max Starks today, rocking and rolling with my guy Craig Wolfley on a fat I love this tradition, by the way. Uh, well, see, you break tradition because you're pretty skinny. All right, I just, I'm just saying. I put another. You're in good shape. You're one of those lean guys. Okay, you are the antithesis of me. You know, you're young and you're lean, and I'm old and fat. I mean, that's just the way. It I like is. to think that I could eat like a fat guy. Like you've seen me out there yes, a couple times I, at I the clubhouses and putting down calzones and you know, wings. It's, it's, and- it's fairly impressive for such a. A slender young man, you know, but uh, let's let's not put you in the professional eater category. No, 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 definitely not. I'm I'm in my 30s now, Wolf. I'm just hoping that the metabolism hangs with me for a little while. Exactly, as you are expecting a bundle of joy, my friend, coming up very soon. Yeah, just a little over three weeks here. uh, First one, so yeah, to say my life is going to change a little bit would be an understatement. I imagine it's definitely an understatement. (laughs) Your life is totally, totally changing. But I can't like I'm I'm very excited to kind of to to have a, a shift in focus if that makes sense sure you know I, I graduated college in 2013 like the last eight years of my life has kind of been all about like trying to hunt down the career and the job right, and, you know right. all those things and I moved from Pittsburgh to Ohio to Philly back to Pittsburgh you know for work um I'm excited though now to have you know my priority in life be be my daughter be my family i think it'll put everything else in good perspective there's no question young man it's yeah. it's exciting it's it fun and you are you and the missus are just going to have just a great time no, but i will say this are. uh the whole thing of uh you know when when it happens wow it's it's just amazing the gift of life is I'm just sure. it'll overwhelm you you know? I, I already know it's going to, yeah. you know, like I'm trying to prepare for it, but I already know it's it's just going to it's going to slap me in the face like mean Joe Green. Oh, it will. When they when you when they do that transition stage and your wife, you're telling her, breathe, breathe. And she smacks you one right in the kisser because you're like you're breathing on her. You got bad breath or something, man. Then all of a sudden, look out. I'm just telling you, you know, I got six kids. I, yeah, I, mean, I know. You know from experience. I, I know from experience, brother. <laughs> Yeah, uh, about, about three weeks from now, uh, my life will be changing in that regard, and, and I can't wait. I, I really can't. I'm, I'm sitting there coaching her up. Come on, baby, breathe. Oh, shut up. <laughs> what? 
Oh my goodness, man! Oh, you know. Again, I I, I, I told this story before, Jacob. I'm sure one of my uh, one of our ninjas has heard it. You know, but you know when when our first child was born, I was playing. I go from I go from uh, uh, the practice on a mm-hmm. Wednesday. You know, and I'm going to see the see uh, my wife and and, and Megan, our our firstborn. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I go into St. Clair Hospital. Right, I go. And uh, so my wife is walking the hall because they're supposed to walk the hall. You know, they get up and got to walk and all this stuff, sure, right? Sure, sure. You got to move around. So get I that go blood in the flowing. room. Yeah, I've, I've just been in a three-hour practice. You know, I am tired, full pads, everything. I am exhausted. So I'm looking for a chair in the room. I'll just sit in the chair while she's walking, you right, know? Right, right. So I look around, and none are comfortable. And then I go, oh, the bed looks pretty good. So I lay down in the bed, you know? And all of a sudden, I'm starting to fall asleep. To, I'm drifting off, and... Tunch and, and 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 Sharon Hill can come in, right? They come in and Tunch goes, "You fat pig, what are you doing? Wake up, get off the bed. Your wife's out there walking." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, you know, you just wake up out you of." You're like, "No, I was, I was resting my she, eyes. I was yeah, just resting my eyes." She was walking. She was, you know, you made your wife get up walking. You're laying in the bed. Oh man. Oh, oh you had a tough practice. She oh. just gave birth. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he killed me. Chalutz just killed me, man. Oh. oh, that's great. I can see him giving you a hard time for oh, that one, too. Oh, he didn't let me live it down. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We're having some fun in the locker room, as we always do. Uh, well, if I want to talk to you a little bit more, I guess kind of building on what we talked about at the end of the first hour, TJ Watt's potential absence. I think, you know, with some of these other guys, you know, mainly Alex Highsmith as well, too. Him not practicing on Wednesday and Thursday. We all know what that typically means for his status on Sunday. This is a one. This is why you went out and signed Melvin Ingram, right? And and, and had you need depth at Ed's rushers because you're, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when in the national football league, you're going to have injuries. And this is a big opportunity for Jameer Jones too, regardless of if TJ plays or not, if if Alex Highsmith plays or not, he's going to get some reps. He's going to get some snaps on Sunday. You would think this is, this is a, a big moment for him and, and for Melvin Ingram to kind of happen to be the guy to steer that ship potentially as well. Well, think about it. I mean, Jameer Jones, uh, he got himself a snap at Buffalo, 15 against the Raiders, and he got two tackles and a quarterback hit. Um, in preseason, you go back and, you know, yeah, okay, he wasn't playing against guys. He's playing against some guys that aren't in the league now and so forth, but you still got to get out there and perform. And he had a 16.0 pressure rate, meaning, you know, he was one of those guys out there getting some pressure. If you get a 10% and above, that's that's good. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the good things, yeah. right? And he's one of those guys, one of five players with eight-plus quarterback pressures and six-plus run stops. So, you know, he was doing something in the preseason. There's a reason he gets a hat on Sunday mm-hmm. – uh, such as he has in the first couple of games. So he's got an opportunity to come out and perform. And these are those moments when you as a young buck, you sit there and you take a big gulp, and then you go out and you got to perform. And yes. the guys are expecting you to perform. you got to hold up your end. And you hold up your end, number one, by accountability, doing what you got to do, being where you're supposed to be. Doesn't mean you got to make – the great plays and you know the superhuman plays you got to be where you're supposed to do be your job handle, fill your do, role exactly yeah. it's the old belichick yep. walking down the line of players going do your job do your job do your job you yeah. know don't try and, and do too much that's right yeah. that's exactly it yeah i i'm excited to watch jameer jones get that opportunity because i as you pointed out i was encouraged by him training camp preseason i thought he he looked the part out there for he the did. steelers and i i wonder too you think Taco maybe factors into this conversation at all? <laughs> you know, this could be a real problem if he gets, he ends up 
coming and, and getting a, a helmet on Sunday because I know somehow between Von Bell, the safety from the oh, Bengals, no. and Taco Charlton, oh, it comes Taco out. Bell. There you go. <laughs> there you go. My love of Mexican food, Taco Charlton and Von Bell, it's coming out somehow. You It'll need, be You need the Taco Bell Chalupa there. Like the, the <laughs> little the little dog, the Chihuahua, sorry, with the Chalupa. That'd be all I need. We got instead of Taco the Charlton, Taco we, got dog. Ta- we got Taco Chalupa. <laughs> no. Oh no! I guess this. Oh, you just Gap need the little City. Chihuahua, the old Chihuahua oh. from the Taco Bell commercials, and every time you look at them, you'll go, "Oh wait, don't say Taco Bell." Yeah, don't exactly. Don't Bell. don't. But you like the fact this guy's what six seven two seventy? He's got the size. Uh, he absolutely does. You know, and Keith uh, Keith Butler kind of addressed the fact that the possibility exists that if you would bring him up, you would uh, put him in limited. You know, limited sub packages, sure. and it would be probably pass heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. You want him to get after it, get those arms up in the air, give some relief to the Jameer Jones, to the Melvin Ingram. Uh, Spell you know, him for a player too. Maybe, and I don't know if Alex Highsmith is one of those guys that Mike Tomlin refers to as, uh, you know, like the super capability guys that don't need a lot of practice and are able to line up. I, I got a feeling that he's, he's not. Well, he's definitely not in the same class as, as uh, TJ. But um, you might – I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens today. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's certainly a, another interesting wrinkle is this uh, as we get closer to Sunday to keep an eye on. Um, Taco's status obviously just got here on Tuesday, but we'll see with uh, with the potential injuries at the edge rusher position if he's able to no question to and, get any spin out there. And, I, you know, one of the things that you could possibly do is you get the big nickel, you know, where you've yeah, got uh, instead of uh, an outside linebacker, you've got uh, a Chris Wormley on the outside playing the defensive mm-hmm. end possibly, mm-hmm. getting a pass rush. You know, so there are some specific things that you can do. Um, none of them are as good as, you know, having T.J. Watt out there. Sure. But uh, you you got to do what you got to do. No, absolutely. Wolf, what do you say we take our first phone call of the show Sounds here today? Good. We've got a bunch of the the ninjas, right? Oh well, the ninjas are, are Jacob and the crew. Ah, uh, right. okay. He's, I he's, was wondering because yeah, I'd heard you guys say that a few times. You know, the thing about it was, I will never forget. We were down at Hyde Park last week, and at 19 minutes of, we were dead in the water because there had a power outage. They had something with the 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 you know Wi-Fi and all that, sure. which I have no concept of, but. At 11.01, boom, it hit. And, or or 10.01, boom, it hit. We're on, baby, and we are live. And and I'm sitting there going, how do we do this? And, and you know, you got Jacob and Tom and Brian and Martin, and they're yep. like going, we're ninjas. Yeah, so it became Wolf, gotcha. Starks, and the ninjas. Gotcha. Hey, you got to have a crew, right? It takes, a, it takes a village sometimes, baby. It takes a crew of ninjas. Let's, uh, let's go to the phone lines here. Let's talk to our buddy Juan down in Charleston. Juan's been hanging on the phone line for a while. What's up, Juan? Oh, wait, hold on. I got to punch you through here. Oh, wait, Jacob got you. What's up, Juan? Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all doing? We're having a lot of fun, as you can tell, my friend. <laughs> I see. Hey, whoa, stay off my man. Where is she trying to skate a guy, man? This is first child, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. that was. It might have overdone it a little, don't you? You think, Juan? Nah, I'm even more excited. Let's roll. <laughs> Hey, Wes, congratulations on the new baby girl. I know the feeling, man, because I had my first baby girl three years ago. So, man, you're going to have fun with it, man. Yeah, no, thank you, Juan. We we got the nursery all together, all the clothes and everything. You know, we're we're st- <laughs> the closet is bursting full with diapers. It's 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 an exciting time for sure. I can't wait for for the next couple weeks here. 
right, that's a good job. All right, let's talk about this game on Friday. On, I'm not Friday. I'm Sunday. I'm sorry, Sunday. So yeah, no, that would have been last year when the game was moving all over yeah, the place. Right. You know? I know. Hey, hey, yeah, don't remind me. Don't remind yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly why. So, so what do you I, got? I, I think the guys is going to pull it out on Sunday. I think I think everything is going to um, get together because they they don't. You know, I know they're going to get they get tired of hearing the media talking this, talking that. So I think the guys is going to get it right. What you guys think? My personally, yeah, I think uh, this is going to be one of those uh, course correction weekends where mm-hmm. you know you understand what was going wrong last week, and we're going to start breaking down some of the offensive line because listen, folks, I, I, I and I'll tell us uh, say this sincerely. Individually, as you look at these guys, they're very capable. As a group right now, things are missing, and that's the nature of the beast. When you replace four of your starting offensive linemen, a couple of them pro bowlers, and two of those four starting offensive linemen happen to be rookies, you know you got some work ahead. You have a new offensive line coach. You got new people. You're going to have to have some, as Mike, uh, or I'm sorry, as Ben said from the very beginning, it's a work in progress. Be patient. They're developing their skills. They will get better. Uh, the young guys, let me tell you something. I think we got a couple of young lions. Mm-hmm. I think these young guys are going to come along, and uh, I just say you got to give them some time to get better. Yeah, that's, that's all. Yeah, everybody want to everybody wanna go ahead and throw in the towel. Hey, we still got 15 games. It's still a young in the season, man. Like you see, those, those guys are pretty young. They're going to get it together. And also um, – um, shout out to the crew. I forget to shout out. Shout out to the mm-hmm. crew, CR, all the thirty thousand guys, and shout out to the that guy you were talking to yesterday in um, Hawaii. I think his name was um, Denny um, Wolf. I can't remember, but shout out to. I him. can't remember either, but I wanted to talk to him more because I'm sitting there You're in Hawaii. <laughs> I am so jealous. I know. Hey. I know, me too. When he said Hawaii, I was like, whoa, I can't wait to make it there one day. Oh, it's, par- <laughs> it's paradise. I've been there once, man. Same Absolutely. Here. Oh. It's incredible. Yeah, Juan, I, I expect them to respond on Sunday. I do. It's There's kind of this weird nature, right, where it feels like sometimes when maybe the Steelers are a little overconfident or maybe high on themselves, like they potentially were coming off that big win in Buffalo, you see what happens on Sunday. The opposite end of that equation is I feel like this team, under Mike Tomlin, every time they've been kind of backed into a corner where people are writing them off, whether it's due to injuries or whatever, they that's when they respond. That's when Ben typically plays his best. That's when the defense typically rises to the occasion. And I, I think they are starting to. It's, it's hard to be backed into a corner at week three, but they got a lot of people doubting them right now. I, I expect them to respond strongly on Sunday. You know what I love? The great Tunch Oaken yeah. once said, this franchise, ever since we've been associated with it, he said this. In a very candid moment, he said, they played better with the, um, you know, with, with the slight, with yeah. the uh, back-against-the-wall type of thing than they do as a front runner. It's just always, if you got a chip on your shoulder, this is when they do their best work. So let's hope it's that, right, Juan? That's what we're going to believe. We're going to move forward. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we going yeah we going to get it out. I appreciate you guys. My prediction is going to be thirty one seventeen. We going to get it. Like I love it. it. I love it. Thanks Very for good. calling, Juan. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, buddy. I have a good weekend. Thanks. Have a good one, brother. You too. There he goes, Juan. Great stuff from him. Thirty one to seventeen. Yeah. Hey, I take like, that. I, that's I, a I'm nice. Like that's a nice, that. comfortable Sunday down in Heinz Field. Absolutely. Well, my, my first thought on Sunday was a, a Sunday. 
you know, a nice chair. Listen, you got to want your Taco Bell Sundays. <laughs> you got to watch yourself. Okay? I know. We got we only got about 40 minutes till lunchtime. All right. <laughs> we'll we'll hold it together here. We'll get to more of your calls. Joe CR, hang on the line with us. We'll get to you guys on the other side. We'll also talk a little bit more about that offensive line. It's the or I almost just called it the Steelers Blitz. That's the show that I do with Arthur Motes. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Wolf and Starks. I'm Wesley Euler in for Starks today on ESPN Pittsburgh and SNR. Definitely got our thing together, don't we? Isn't that nice? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? I can easily feel myself slipping, slipping more and more waves. That super world of my own. Nobody but you and me. We've got it together, baby. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Oh, Barry White. I love it. In the Locker Room on a Friday. He's a fat guy. He's a fat guy. That works. I'll let it work. I'll let it slide. Jacob playing DJ. <laughs> DJ Jacob back there behind the booth. Great nah, stuff. That's our ninja. That's that, our ninja, man. That's, he's he's the lead ninja. He is. He's uh he's Donatello or Leonardo. Or oh, which, I know the teenage mutant Leonardo. ninjas. Right, it was Leonardo who was the leader of the teenage mutant ninja, mutant ninja turtles, I think. That makes you Master Splinter. Oh, well, you know what? Better splinter than um well, I don't know what a better than that was wasn't that the rat? Yes, okay. he was the the master of the turtles. Okay. I was I didn't want I wouldn't want to call you a rat. All right, I'm just saying you're the master. For, forget about the type of animal. All right, we'll leave, we'll leave that be. Okay, I got a reminder, you guys. The gates open this Sunday, two hours before kickoff, right? So between 11 and noon this Sunday, you want to get there because the chances are if you arrive after 12:30, you might miss the kickoff. You don't want to do that. Look. Keep in mind a few things before you leave for the game, okay? Make sure that you download your mobile ticket because now people are doing all this mobile stuff, you know, because you don't have the paper ticket or whatever you have uh, before there. Uh, Make sure that you download your mobile ticket and add it to your digital wallet. All right. Whether you got to log in or create your ticket account, get it done before you go and make sure that your phone is fully charged before you leave for the game. That's a wolfly move. Oh, yeah. Okay. Forgetting to charge that bad boy up. And then all of a sudden, everything goes kibosh. Wolf, you know I went to WVU. You yeah. know I was a big Mountaineer fan, yes, season yes. ticket holder to this day. I attended my fair share of football games. There's two rules of game day. Okay. You charge your phone every opportunity you get. Okay. You use the bathroom every opportunity you get because you never you never know when those things are going to become a challenge. Well, that's true. And make sure you don't sit on a blazing couch. That would be the third one. <laughs> you got to win the game first for that to happen, baby. Well. Okay, I would agree with that, my friend. And Ronnie getting inducted into the WVU Hall of Fame. How about that? My brother Ronnie is being inducted in the WVU Hall of Fame. I saw that. I thought of you. I wanted to make sure to say something to you about that. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think it is pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. You know, and it's just, uh, um, you know, it's such a blessing uh, for my bro. So, so glad for him. Congratulations to Ron. And, you know, he's got a, you know, of course, he's 
like, in Arizona, right? In Arizona, yep, yep. he was like the touch of Arizona. Right. Did all the color analysts for years. I remember and... the uh, the Hale Murray. Yes, all his yes. his high, that highlight getting played everywhere last year. Exactly, yep. you know. But one of the things that you know, uh, I forgot where I was going with it. <laughs> Something with WVU Morgantown being out in Arizona, uh, you know, broadcasting the oh, games. Oh well, yes, you know what he said. He's got two Emmys. Does he really? And he got Emmy for for the best live sports show west of the Mississippi. That's awesome. I, I was letting go. I go. I, I said my wife was down there. Um, Faith, she was down there for some family stuff when and taking the kids down and everything. So they stayed with Ronnie and everything. I go. Did you see the Emmy? She goes. Yeah. She goes. They're on the bookcase. They're holding books up. <laughs> Using them as a book weight. <laughs> He's just using them using for bookends. Using them as bookends. Yeah, I love it. That's, uh, that's love my it brother, too. you know? That's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah, cool. I got the, the symphony won a Grammy two years ago. So I got to I got to go to the party and get, oh. got my picture taken with the Grammy. You know, fifty years from now when I'm in a group home, I'll walk around. I'll, I'll tell everybody I won this that Grammy myself. Gra- <laughs> well, because you probably won't be remembering correctly anyhow. <laughs> it's like it's like for me with all the guys. You know, you, you retire and you got better the further years away from the game, the better you got. Absolutely, Wolf. I would be remiss today if I didn't talk. We we we've discussed it a little bit, but I did want to devote just a few minutes to it here specifically. The offensive line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yes. Um, that's, I mean, I, I totally buried the lead here waiting 90 minutes into the show to discuss this with you. You are the expert when it comes to the trenches here in this building and in this town. Uh, what are you seeing? The good, the bad, where can they improve? And and is is maybe Cincinnati as that defense, is this a good opponent for them to start getting that thing moving in the right direction? Yes, I think it is. I think uh, well, Cincinnati's put a lot of money into their defense. They They've have. been trying to correct it and everything. But you know, and in, in my most humble opinion, trust me, folks, uh, I I won't. I, I I refuse to say I'm an expert. I'm a guy who labored there. <laughs> you know, I understand what goes on, what it takes, and this and that. Um, and I do my best to try to translate what I think. But uh, you know, I, I don't be. Pretend to be the be all end all. You're an expert in my book. Well, thank you so much, my friend. But you know, I look at a young guy like Dan Moore. Okay, Dan Moore's got excellent feet. He's got a good punch radius. He has an ability um, to come off the ball and get after guys. Now, where do you go, Dan Moore, from where you've been? What's what's been going on? Well, some of it, you, you, his recovery ability from pass pro has got to improve a little bit, which it will. He's a he's a young guy. Okay, you got to understand he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. He's learning how to use those that punch as a weapon. Right now he's in his mind is spinning. He's got pass rushers like he's never seen before, uh, you know, in college, and he's learning the effort and the leverage it takes on double teams, on run blocks, to stay with it, to lock up and be able to go after a guy. And I I, I look at it and I go I don't know how you're going to get all bent out of shape over a young guy who's really doing a pretty good job thus far. All right, now, understand that five need to act as one, and that's where you yes. run into problems. It's a symphony of offensive line you yes. know, uh, guys going out there. And if, if you, you talk to your dad, Wes, if one guy's out of step, out of beat, one out of tune. One guy's out of tune, yep. Oh, it makes everybody look bad. Absolutely. Well, the same way with this, and they've just – you've got right now some young guys. Kevin Dotson is a guy who – very powerful in the one-on-one stuff. Okay, very strong. Guy that comes off the ball, he's a good post guy on the double teams, but sometimes he gets high and he has to learn to maintain the leverage because he can't just outmuscle everybody in the NFL sure. like he could when he was in, in college, right? So you're learning that. You got Kendrick Green. This guy 
as a young lion. I'm he's telling got, you what. He's got some oh. nastiness to his game. I Doesn't love he, it. Wes? Don't I, you love I to watch him? I absolutely love it. There's no quitting that guy. No. He's and got he the finishes. tenacity. Yeah. You, you, know, you need that in the trenches for he sure. He could be existing back in the day when the knights were out there jousting and stuff or, you know, sword fighting. And you take a guy down, knock him down, and then you put the sword to his throat and say, do you want the coup de gras, buddy? I take you out of the misery of this world. That's what it's like. You yeah. watch him. The kid finishes. All right. Now, has he got some technical problems? Yeah, there's a couple. All right. On he also some of just his... started playing center full time. Absolutely. He only played four games at center at there Illinois. You... He was primarily a guard. Hello. Yeah. yeah, exactly so. So he's got some points that he has to get better at on the wall protection. His wall sets sometimes get him in trouble where you'll get some penetration because he's not he, he doesn't stay square to and keep at the same level as his wingman. He's got to learn that. Okay, it comes about. Mike Webster didn't start his rookie year. Do you understand that? Mike Webster, one of the greatest players of all time, didn't start a game his rookie year. All right? So you look at this young guy and say, give him time. It's going to come. All the elements are there, but you got to let him work a little bit. You got Trey Turner. All right, Trey. Trey's one of these grizzled vets. All right, he's a five-time Pro Bowler for a reason. All right, you see it coming out. He gets, uh, he, 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 he's tenacious and he stays after it. He's one of those guys that um, he's got a little bit of junkyard dog in him, you know, and it came out last week with, uh, you know, you get a little yep. little spittle flying. Yep. Okay, well, these things happen and big jobs like this, as Mike Webster once said. Okay, so the, you've got a good, solid veteran there, though, and to be able to do that on the heels of losing uh, DeCastro, uh, De yeah. my gosh, man, that was a great move by uh, Kevin Colbert Agreed. to pick him up, okay? And then, of course, you got the, the, what's unfolding at right tackle. You wanted Zach Banner there. You got Chooks, of course. For Chooks is a guy that probably would, would be a better left tackle than right tackle, but the fact is right now you got a young guy who's played it for three years. Mm -hmm. You go with what his strength was. Yeah. With Chooks, Chooks has got to just work on some finishing stuff. He missed uh, at a point of attack on a couple. He whiffed on a guy. That's going to happen unfortunately you don't want it to happen it's not like you went on there and go gee i'm gonna whiff on this guy in this play <laughs> i'm gonna mess this one up watch this exactly so but he is he is he has shown some good promise now he's got to increase his play because if not you're gonna have zach banner coming back and there could be you know some changes coming there but one of the things that you get zach banner back and if chooks increases his level of play is you, you move Zach or you move uh yeah Zach back to uh doing that power tight end yep. you know the crowd goes yep. wild here's Zach yep. and you know you see how it'll play out over the season you'll make your decision as you go along but right now you got three young offensive tackles all of them are starter worthy okay but you've got to give them time to be able to come together and do it as a group and that the grouping you'll see is on double teams. You see some guys splitting the double team in the sense of guys aren't getting their shoulders together, their hips together, but that will come. Just give it some time is what I say. Yeah, it, it, it was to be expected, right? I mean, Ben Roethlisberger talked about this ahead of the season, how it was going to take the offense time to come together. I don't think – you know, any of us expected the offense to be a work of art. You know, we right. weren't, we weren't going to hang it in the lure of the first. The, the, is it the Louvre? <laughs> the uh, the Louvre. Yep. We weren't going to hang it in the Louvre in France, all right, the first couple weeks of the season. It wasn't going to be a masterpiece. But I, I think you've seen some of that starting to come together, and hopefully they take another step forward in that regard, certainly on Sunday. And let me just say this, too. If you go back and look at some of the, what, the two sacks or whatever occurred against the Raiders, all right, one of them, one of them was like four or five seconds, okay, 
four or five seconds, you got to get rid of the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? As the great Russ Grimm once said, when he met Ben Roethlisberger when he was a young buck, he said, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, throw the ball. Yep. And he used some other description. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But that's couple, Russ couple four-letter words yeah. in there. But that's describing the thing. But, you know, it, it's funny, but it's, it reminds you that, look, that – Pass protection is is both the offensive line and the quarterback delivering the ball on schedule. So those things, this is not to blame Ben by any means. Because, you know, as my dad once said, you know, when when the initial thing is your initial job is to drain the swamp, it's it's really tough to remember when you're up to your butt in crocodiles. (laughs) That's my dad. You know, okay, that's one of his. That's great. But anyhow, there you go. Yeah, no, I I love it. You're absolutely right. I, I I keep thinking back to when I think about the offensive line, Wolf, you, you know the TV show Game of Thrones? Yeah, well, I know of like, it. Like, yeah, I never yeah, watched yeah, sure, it. Sure, sure. Yeah. There's a, one of the kings, King Robert, in that show, right? Okay. He has a line in the first season of the show when they're about to go to battle against a smaller unit, but a, a, a unit that, that is one of the most, you know, like the best warriors in the world, basically. Okay. And he's talking to his people, and he says, what's a bigger number, five or one? And they all kind of look at him like he's crazy, and they they all say five. And he holds up his hand, and he goes, "No, no, no, five. And he holds up five fingers, open palm, right, or one. And A he fist. and he and he clenches his fist, and he says, "We might have five, but they have one. They're a singular singular unit. We cannot face them in the open field in battle, even if we outnumber them. They will, you know, their their chemistry, their camaraderie, them all being on the same page and moving and working together as a unit will defeat our individuals." And that's kind of what I've thought about the Steelers' offensive line. They've got Perfect. the talent. They just got to close the fist and, and and learn how to work as one, and, and that takes time. I've always proffered that offensive line is like five digits on your hand, but when they get close, when they're tight, when they're experienced and believe in each other, then it's a closed fist and it's a battering ram. Mm-hmm. And that's what hopefully we're going to see unfold as this season continues to unfold. Part of that is going to be on Najee's shoulders, too, because Najee has to be able to trust these yes. guys, yes. and he's got to be able to press the hole and do the things that you got to do running back-wise. But anyhow, that's for another time. I love it. I love it. In the locker room, we will get to your calls when we come back. We're going to take our last break here. We'll hit the phone lines. Joe CR on the line right now. We'll get to you as soon as we return. If you want to get involved, 412-919-1316. Craig Wolfley, Wesley Euler in the Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. The locker room having some fun on a Friday on ESPN Pittsburgh and SNR.
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. In the Locker Room, our final segment on a Friday, a little meatloaf to close us out on <laughs> Fat Guy Friday. <laughs> Wolf, I got to get your take on meatloaf, not the artist, the food. Oh, yeah, it's mystery meat. You know, you're just never quite sure what's there, but if it tastes good, don't overthink it. Just have at it. I've got a theory, okay? I need to run this past you. Okay. My theory is that if a restaurant, if you go to a restaurant and they have meatloaf on the menu, you should order it because the only restaurants that serve meatloaf are the ones that do it well. You don't see it on every menu. You don't see it everywhere. That's a good theory. If you see, you know, there's been a few places probably, I don't know, maybe a dozen times in my life that I've gotten meatloaf out somewhere for dinner, and it's always been good. So that's my theory. The only places that actually have it on their menu are the ones that do it well. Man, that is, you know what? I'm going to have to start adding that to my list of theories. You I don't have, well, write that down as West, too. Yeah. Wesley's theory. Wesley's you know, you put theory that in of meatloafery. If it's right. on the menu, it must be good. It, I love it. I love it. because I do does, love meatloaf. Everybody does burgers. Everybody does chicken sure. sandwiches, right? You don't see meatloaf everywhere. One time, one time we're in Lake Chautauqua, Tunch and I. We were up there doing an FCA, a Fellowship of Christian Athletes thing, right? So we go to this restaurant, and we're sitting there going, oh, gee, I wonder, you know, it's a little restaurant. And Tunch goes, look, here's my theory. You always order the cheeseburger. Nobody can screw up a cheeseburger. They screwed it up. Tasted it like was, a hockey puck? Oh, it was just yes. So <laughs> Ilkin's theory of cheeseburgery did not float. Well, I hope mine's more ironclad. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to try it the next time, and I will report back to you. Is it the Euler, Euler rule of, of meatloafery? That's, that's what it would that's be. That's what we'll call it. Okay. That's, we'll, we'll stick Sounds with good. that. I love it. Uh, let's go to the phone lines here. Our buddy Joe and Ben Avon has been hanging on the line forever. We got to get to Joe. What's up, partner? All right. Well, I wanted to talk about the offensive line, but Wolf, um, I've been listening to a long time with you and Tunch, and I want to say thank you because you guys have always been so open about your faith, and I think that a lot of the love coming to Tunch has come a lot from that. Mm, amen. Mm. Amen, brother. He was just one of those guys that if you knew Tunch, you had a friend. He had the yeah, love of Jesus. It, he shared it. And uh, that's what it's all about, folks, you know? It didn't matter if you knew him for 30 years or for 30 minutes. He, he felt like a friend. There you go. Excellent. Yeah, and Wes is one of the new guys coming up. I really hope that, you know, maybe that's something you could implement in, into your own broadcast in the millions of shows that you're on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. He I is multi-talented, <laughs> but, yes, he loves Jesus, too. And uh, I just I know this from the family comes from, and, uh, yeah, the millions of shows that you do. That's exactly it. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. that. Working. So, so uh, about the, the running game, what I wanted to talk about, it seems that – the new buzzword that came around the NFL was those RPOs, the run-pass option. Right. And looking at it from a lineman perspective, they seem to be the most worst thing we can do because as a lineman not being allowed to go more than a yard downfield, well, you can't do one of your pancake blocks because you'll end up rolling over the guy and be three yards downfield. Absolutely. So how can all of these, yeah, how can all of these guys that want to fire out and kill like Green – they can't do it because they're going to get flagged. You know, Joe, you make a great point. And here's the thing about it. If you're not absolutely sure that you're going to, the, the ball is going to be out and thrown, 
you're not going to go 100%. If you don't go 100%, what do you think that guy over you is doing? He's going 100%. Yeah. And so you are at a disadvantage. That's one of the reasons I still love power blocking schemes, all right, double teams, one-on-one, uh, -on -one, stuff like that without all the zone stuff because of the fact you know it's me and you, dude, and we're going to find out who the better man is on this play. And I, I still love that you you know exactly who you got and where that ball is hitting. So there is still a place for the gap power blocking schemes. Yes, you got to add in the zone, the inside zone, outside zone, the split zone, that sort of thing. But at the same time, man, there was nothing like ripping, roaring off the ball, mano a mano against a Randy White, a Reggie White, somebody like that knowing hey if i don't if i don't at least tie this guy up and move him a little bit mm -hmm. the, the door is going to slam real quick and i may get a you know a 250 pound enema <laughs> yeah absolutely and the other thing is you know you catch a linebacker flat-footed you can blow him up no I mean, question you can't go up there and hit him but he no. can hit you Thank you, Joe. You are making the point for me better than the point I made. All right, my friend? That's a good job. Joe, thanks for calling, partner. Good hearing from you, and appreciate the kind words. Have a good weekend. Uh, let's keep it rolling here. Oh, I'm excited for this one. Well, you know who it is. I do. It's got to be our man. It's our man, CR, Steeler Nation Chicago. You know, he's on Twitter now, Wolf. Is he? So he's been tweeting me. No kidding. But this is the first time I've had a chance to catch up with him on the phone lines, I think, since last season. What's up, CR? How we doing? What's going on, guys? See you still next to Chicago. How the heck you guys doing this morning? Better than we deserve. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. The late, great Ton Chilkin, hey, yes. Hey, Wolf, I'm so proud of you. You, you, you got one of your, your, the kids that you brought up along the way. You still, he was in the background watching the master at work. Now he gets to work with the master. I know he's just as excited as he can be. You know it. You know it. It's always a pleasure. Wes is just a terrific young man, and I appreciate yeah. him sitting in for – uh, Max today, who, you know, because Max sits in for me, then I sit in for Tunch, and he sits in for one of us. I don't know. It's a it's a mad yeah. cycle. Musical chairs. Yes. Yeah. I, I know you're proud of him because, you know, like I said, you used to look at him over in the corner, and now <laughs> we got Jacob over in the corner, and you know, Jacob's going to be sitting across the table. Oh, uh, you know so what? just a master of it. He is. Let me hey, tell man. you something. He is one of those multi-talented ninjas that you're going to find in front of the <laughs> microphone and behind the microphone. Uh, because he's just yeah. so talented, man. That's just the SNR developmental program that we got is. over here, baby. Yeah, hey, Wait, you lie. think you think Alabama pumps out the pros? <laughs> they got nothing on us. Yeah, I'm just um, we just um, I try to keep a record of everybody that we talk to, but we missing we missing people out of 16 states, man. So Alaska, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Dakota, Tennessee, Utah, Vermont, West Virginia. And Wisconsin, we don't have anybody calling in on a regular basis because I'm trying to keep up with everything. So, you out there, guys, listening, and you want to get in on the show, it's the place to be. That's so, it. Uh, how about some football? We're talking about the, the team coming up and the, the play. I think this this week, I don't ne never give scores because I'm a hey, as long as we win, I'm a, if we win by by two points. I'm grateful for that. Yep. But right now, I'm looking at the, at the rushing and the, the Steelers' uh, offense are 32nd. And they're going against the Bengals defense, which is 11th. So, um, I, I, you know, we talked all summer, all year, even if the president of the organization said, hey, look, we, we can do something with this running game. But it hasn't come down yet. And I recognize that we got some rookies out there. And Wolf, you the man on the line. I support what you say. But I just hope that we can bring it together. 
Uh, what do you say? Well, I agree with you. You know, I, again, this game's going to be won and lost in the trenches, and you show that you're a cultured mind when you un, are able to accept the fact that these big boys, they got to get the job done on both sides of the line. And one of the things you're going to look at when you see Cincinnati, you know, you get the DJ Reader, you got yourself the Josh Tupo, you got these guys, Tyler Shelvin. These guys, nose tackles, defensive tackles, these guys are like all 347 yeah, to 350 boys. pounds. They Could you imagine just sitting at the table with those three guys? That's a lot of meat. But the thing about it is he also went out and got Larry Ogunjobi from mm-hmm. Cleveland. You remember him. He's a pretty good three technique. You know, you got Kerry Sample and B.J. Hills. B.J. Hills is a guy that, uh, you know, he's got a couple of sacks. Another, But there, some of these guys are undersized. They're not all that huge. Again, you can run at it, some of them, but you got Trey Hendrickson you brought in. He's only a 270 pounder. You got Sam Hubbard playing the other defensive end. He's only 270 or so. But, you know, the point is you got to block them. And so, whoever and however, I think that these guys are blockable. I think they're, they're, you can attack these guys down the field. Um, but certainly, what I think and what actually they do, does, you know, that's, that's yeah. where it all ends up. I mean, you can, we can sit here and think this is what they should do. That's what they actually do. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I think that running game needs to get off the table because that's what we brought uh, uh, Harris in there for. Sure. And also, when it comes to passing, I saw a couple of different statistics in the comments where uh, Ben has gone to the left down the sideline, the right down the sideline, but over the middle, it's kind of been wide open. Wes, any comments on that? Yes, Pat Fryermuth. It's time, CR. He's got five targets, right. five receptions in two games. You're absolutely right. I've seen those graphics, too. When the Steelers throw the ball, it is almost exclusively to outside of the boundaries. You've got to start attacking the middle of the field. I know safeties are playing down lower on the Steelers, maybe because they don't respect that deep pass game enough. But Pat Fryermuth is talented. He can find the space. He's got the hands. I feel like Eric Ebron as well, too. But Pat Fryermuth, yeah. everything that's been thrown to him, five passes in two games, he's caught all five of them. you got to find a way to get him involved in the middle of the field. I think that'll help open up the run game, push everybody back, and then it gives your wide receivers more room as well, too. That is, that's a good observation. That's something that we have discussed this week for sure. They've got to work the middle of the field more. CR, you know what opens okay. up the middle of the field? A running game followed by play action. Yep. Boom. Yeah. And also, Harris can catch that ball, too. So that's another area no that question. they can put him in. No so, question uh, about it. Hey guys, wheel, I, circle routes and wheel routes. Let, let them go, man. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. Again, we've got the Steelers offenses at 30 seconds, uh, averaging 57 uh, 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 yards a game. But the Bengals defense is at 11th and only giving up 95 uh, uh, yards a game. So, anyway, that's where the battle is going to be at. Hey, uh, 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 Wes, it's great talking to you. You too, CR. Uh, I, look forward to, I look forward to seeing you guys, and I'm going to back out of here. And you know, in the meantime, <laughs> and in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Thank you, CR. Thanks, CR. Appreciate Good chatting you, with you, as always, buddy. Wolf. That's good. Okay, one last one. Jay from New Hampshire. Oh, yes. Tweets us. He says, I couldn't get on the phone today, but the only way we win this weekend, got to be physical. Do not abandon the run game at all. Got to keep Joe Burrow on the sideline and wear them down. No question well about said. it. Again, it's 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 going to be, defensively speaking, what they're going to do, what bodies are available to them. But again, time of possession, rolling, rolling chains on third down, that's what you got to do. It's football weekend and week out.
Well, it's been a lot of fun today, partner. I enjoyed, Such a pleasure. I enjoyed hopping back in the saddle with you first time this season. Thanks for having me. And uh, Thank you. we'll be listening on Sunday. Sounds good, the, man. To the call on BVE. Uh, thanks to Bruce Gradkowski for joining us earlier in the show and uh, to everybody who called in and tweeted as well. That'll do it for us this week. Stan Saverin up next. Thanks to Jacob for producing as always. Everybody, enjoy the weekend. If you're going to the game, have some fun and make sure you get there early to avoid the lines. You've been in the locker room with Wolf and Euler here on ESPN Pittsburgh and SNR. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards.